Hi, this is Nancy Norton, and you're listening to Traumedy, the podcast that helps you take your pain and play with it. I'm a former nurse. I got out of nursing for the same reason a lot of people get into it, to save lives. I heal with humor now. I'm a comedian and a speaker about the power of humor. On Traumedy, we talk about some very sad, scary, and dark subjects sometimes, but we lift them into the light with laughter. Traumedy is not a replacement for trauma therapy, but it may help you get by between sessions. This is peer-to-peer sharing. We learn from each other. I'm learning so much, and I want to thank each and every one of my guests and my listeners who often become guests. I hope this podcast is helping you heal at least half as much as it's helping me. We've suffered enough. Let's have some fun. We are here right now. We are here right now. <laughs> Welcome to Traumedy. My guest this week is Janet Horowitz. And we have been friends for a couple of years now. Yeah, yeah. And I, I want to introduce you. I know for sure you do art therapy. Are there other titles that you identify with? Well, I'm now a published author. Oh, yeah. tell me. That I've been in a essay group where there's 13 of us, and we write a 500-word essay once a month, and then we get together and read it to each other, which is really a good part of it. And what we'd like is for other people to do this, to start groups, because 500 words, it's, it's, not, it's not daunting. And it's... We, so we published a book of our essays. Oh, of your group's essays. Yes. And the title is called Pips Speak, Essays by Previously Important People. <laughs> Previously Important People. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Pips Speak. Yeah, there's a, there's a lawyer, there's a dean of a university, there's a CIA agent, there's... Uh, it's just really cool. These people are wonderful. And... um. So, yeah, we get together and do this, and, yeah, you can get our book on Amazon, and I think it's $13 or something, so. Yeah, it's right buy. there. It's, it's right ju- there. And I'll put in the show notes a link to your book and how to just click click, yeah. and, click and get it. Click and get how it. How inspiring. 500 words. How, ma- how many paragraphs or pages is 500 words? It's one page. It's a one-page mm-hmm. essay. Yeah. And so you'll take a topic. Do you guys all have the same topic? No, no. Well, we started that way, having topics, but then everybody started doing their own thing anyway. So that's what we do. Everybody's doing whatever, whatever they're doing and feeling. That, and it's how often you do it? Once a month. How did you all find each other? Well, that's interesting because we found each other by doing something at CU Boulder called intergenerational writing, where they get one adult over 60 years old and pair it with a student and you go through a writing course together and for the semester and it's wonderful we you know my student was from the Hmong people and I love her she's we love each other (laughs) because we got so close writing together you're still friends yeah yeah yeah. you really bonded yeah what tell me about the Hmong people? I'm ignorant they're, about it. They're from Laos. Oh, it's near Vietnam. Yeah, they 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 lost. I hate to admit qu- how ignorant I am of it. I need well, to look on a map. That's yeah. They they lost a quarter of their men in the Vietnamese War. Oh. Yeah, it was horrible. A quarter of their men. So yeah, it, it and I, I just love her. They they're really big on family. She grew up in California, where her mo- parents came. F- to live after all that and they have a farm and a farm stand and so she's eaten wonderful vegetables her whole life and and they do things you know, they they it's it's almost like well they have reservation it's like reservation they they have uncles and aunties and they all get together and if there's a wedding it's like food 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 so um it's a lovely lovely people they're lovely very family oriented. Yeah. Extended yeah. family. Yep. And how, so are, is her extended family in the United States or back in they're, Laos? No, they're in California, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, but she's married and, and lives um, in Brighton, so not far away. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, even though we are recording this in Boulder Valley, Colorado, it goes, I've looked at my analytics, and again, I have not even advertised this yet. All I do is put it on one little Facebook page, which is mine. 
but we have listeners all over the world. Oh, wow. Yeah, we have people in Scandinavia, in Germany, and um, if you're the, in Mexico. And so it's, it's, it's fun to think that not everybody's going to know where Brighton, Colorado is, but right. it's near where you live in Boulder, and it's within an hour's it's drive. It's within an hour's drive. Yeah. And um, I will definitely send this to uh, this Tromedy website that you have uh, to my friends on the painting class that I do every Wednesday. I've been, we've been together for a few years, well, the pandemic. And um, every Wednesday we get together, and there's a woman from Belgium, a woman from the Netherlands, uh, Santa Fe, California, and we paint together for three hours every Wednesday morning. And um, I just I just love it. I love that we, t- we, we do it on Zoom, and we leave the... Um, sound on so you can hear people cleaning their brushes and we weren't alone in the pandemic it felt it so felt these people you're in your studio in boulder yeah and you have your zoom you have yeah. your uh what is it your laptop or your uh, ipad yes, or something my laptop yeah and you have it on some way situated where they they can see you painting yeah yeah, yeah. and you, and the painting and i want to just say what let's talk about your painting too yeah. i want to get back to the the book as well, if we, if you want, or I, I would talk about essays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk about essays or whatever, um, whatever comes. Yeah. So this is tromedy and I've explained to you and I think, um, well, anyway, it, it's, it's not a replacement for trauma therapy, but it helps you get by between sessions is the idea. And also just transmuting, like it's a resource you can have at any moment, humor, any moment you can try and reframe something with a funny spin, but it's not limited to humor. That's why I love that you're here because it's expressing. The one of the things that I came up with that I understood, I don't know if I came up with it, but I just got this, was that if we don't express our trauma, it impresses on us. Like it makes an impression. It can cause illness. It can cause suffering. That's unnecessary if you can release it and transmute it. That's my feeling. I don't know. Do you have any? It's called process painting. And I've been doing it for about 35 years. And I learned it after I uh, divorced my first husband. And I, we had a 17-year marriage, and I needed to um, take a break. So I went to a place called Esalen Institute in Big Sur, California, which back in the day was a human potential center. And they had brought teachers from all over the world to teach us. And there was, there was a class that I did there called the Painting Experience and I was amazed at color and shapes and what goes on while you're doing this painting. It's, you're processing whatever. While I was there, I had a boyfriend. And I, we, I, we were in love. We were so in love with each other. And then he betrayed me. Ouch! And I got to paint him and her with bullet holes through them, but I was painting it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah not doing it. I wasn't doing it. I was painting it. But letting that authentic yeah. feeling yes. of that horrible feeling when you have been betrayed and you have given your whole heart and soul to somebody yep. and they betray you like that, that yeah. does bring up a lot of violence. And people do go violent. They do. But, but rather than go violent, yeah. go get artistic. A paint, get, <laughs> yeah, get a paintbrush. Um, go processing. Yeah, and process it that way. And so I found the value in this through that. And so I've been teaching. It's called Boulder Process Painting. But it's, there's, my teacher is uh, Aviva Gold, and she taught painting from the source. And it's, it's powerful work. I've seen amazing things happen with people. And, Nancy, you did it with me once. You, yeah, you painted after, with me. after I was betrayed by a boyfriend who lied to me, already had another girlfriend, but pretending he didn't. And also, (laughs) the irony is he lied to me about, well, it it was funny that he told me this, but I asked him, I always thought maybe he's a sociopath because I have this affinity for sociopaths, so I have to own that. Like, what is it I'm working through? But point is, I said, have have you ever thought you might be a sociopath? Because my marker, my thing is, if people have asked themselves, am I a sociopath? Then they're not. I don't know. That's just a theory I came up with. I could- 
I asked him that. Uh, have you ever asked yourself if you're a sociopath? He said, only once when I got tested and they said I might be a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, but it was bullshit because I was sick. I'd been in the hospital, blah, blah, blah. He had all these reasons why the testing wasn't good. <laughs> but I thought, actually, I think that would make it more accurate. Anyway, the point is, I dated, this is who I chose to date for five years, and I really loved him. But did I? Didn't really know him. But yeah, but right after, I mean, it was like within, it was, it was a little early because it was within a day or two of that breakup. But I mean, I was in such, I did not want to go to this class with you, but you said, come on. And it did help me. All I did was cry and the, the whole painting. And I, if I find it, I'll take a, I, I've got it somewhere here. I think it might be in this garage. I will take a photo, maybe put it, but huh. it was all, it was a bunch of like, it felt like the whole thing was like raining tears. Yeah. As I recall. Yeah, yeah. I haven't looked at it. Ah. I remember it though. It's like ivy with like lots of leaves with tears going from one leaf to the other mm. and just water. Mm. Yeah. Just I felt completely devastated. Yeah. But it really helped me process and let myself cry. Yeah. Uh. But thank you for that experience. Yeah, you're welcome. It was intense though. Yeah. And yeah. I love the way you do it. So you have you had us and you told us, you're like, this is not a painting for the wall. This is a painting of expression. Yeah, yeah. This is not a pretty picture. You're going to just put whatever is feeling you're feeling inside, just put it on the paper. and Get it outside of you. Get it outside of you, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. It was so helpful. Yeah. It really moved a lot, of, a lot of feelings. Yeah. And then you had us all stand in front of our painting. And kind of talk about it, I think. Well, How you, did we let, do that? you stand in front of your painting and you allow it to talk through you. Oh, that's it. The painting the talks pic- through yeah, us. Yeah, so you, with sound and movement. And you just, sh- you know, shake or, or moan or scream or whatever it is that that's the painting is expressing for you. And um, it makes a huge difference. It yeah. makes a huge difference to do that after you've painted. And... Um, or during, while you're painting. Yeah, I had one lady who, uh, she's a fine artist, and she painted and painted, and it was beautiful. And um, it was her time to stand in front of the painting and allow it to speak through her. And she collapsed on the ground. And it was like, oh, I'd never seen that before. And I, when I talked to her, I said, well, what was that like for you? And she says, that surprised me. And then she went home, and she quit drinking and joined AA, and has been sober ever since. Wow. So that's the power of this work. Like it, like it allowed the truth to come the through. The truth to come through. In a way that you just, it's so automatic. It's so, like the way that, I love the way you teach to paint without, yeah, you're not thinking. Yeah. You're just, you're just following the paintbrush. Just we're, letting, we're, it, letting yeah. it guide you. Yes, right. I love that. Yeah. That's a beautiful story. Yeah, it How is. wonderful. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure there's been others like that or just tra- it's transformative. Yeah. And it's similar to what we're talking about transmuting and transforming and and like you said it's not a pretty picture but it could be. Maybe there's something in you that like I always was telling you just earlier today how I had exiled my sweet my inner sweetheart because I had that identity that I was a bad baby. Yeah. And so I had to be a bad baby otherwise I'd make my mom wrong sometimes yeah, and right. it was just not that's not possible mm. so i've reunited with my sweetheart and she might want to paint something uh-huh you know my inner sweetheart yeah but i also have my inner teenager her name's virginia vengeance <laughs> she'd like to paint those fucking bullet holes oh, yeah. <laughs> i don't know about bullet holes but i mean there's yeah. th- i mean but whatever yeah like let it let it out let it out safely on a piece of paper nobody's yeah nobody ever has to see it that's what I tell people. You, you don't ever have to show this to anybody. It's like a visual diary. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're doing it in a group so that we do share it. I think there's something about having it witnessed. Yeah. And there's one rule. There's only one rule in this class. And it's called, it, what, it, what, it, what I say is you cannot talk about anybody else's painting with words or expressions it's it's we don't compliment we don't compliment we don't comment on it right it's so it's that's the safety there yeah it's like nobody's going to tell me ooh, that's an ugly painting or what the hell is that it's like no or how great that one is and then yeah because by saying one is great and somebody else not right i have noticed that that's another rule in in recovery work is no crosstalk right anyway that's really yeah that makes it a really safe place yeah yeah 
Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And it's called Process Painting Boulder. What is it? You have a website. I'll put that in the yeah. show notes also. Boulder Process Painting. Boulder Process Painting. Yeah. And you do, uh, do you do that on a regular, you do Wednesday mornings, but do you do the, uh, I know we did it on a weekend. I yeah. Feel like. um, I ha- because of the pandemic, I stopped doing it. Nobody was wanted to come into a small studio. So um, I haven't been, I, I've been trying to get started again, actually. And um, so I've done uh, some privates. And I did do a, a, a five-day workshop. Like a oh, retreat? Yeah. Well, no, it was uh, five different Saturday mornings. Oh, okay. So so y- you paint for three hours and then the next day. And you paint on one painting the whole time. So these paintings get really big because you keep adding paper and pa- uh, taping it on. And uh, it's it gets you get really deep. You get really yeah, deep with this. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Oh, I could see how that six, did you say six week? Yeah. I five weeks, five or six weeks, yeah, like a multi-week. Like Let's yeah. just go with that. Let's go multi-week. Wait, yeah. It's multi-week. <laughs> 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 and I love that idea because I remember I also liked, like you gave us, it's almost like you have this ream of paper that's almost like butcher block paper or something. I can't remember, but it's, it was. It's a lot of heavy duty, heavy weight paper it's like but, 80 pound paper but you you let us like take a huge sheet you can have as much as you want and you can do a big thing on the wall yeah and that really lets you move yeah and I mean you can do small I guess if you want but yeah I love that and then I love the idea that you could even add and yeah. I could see that getting some paintings get like six feet tall and eight feet wide I mean you just keep adding paper because <laughs> I wanted to do that John Denver song soft as a downy chick <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. It was like gran- gran- grandma's feather bed. <laughs> Some of them get as big as grandma's feather bed. Oh, uh, well, I, I, I recommend it. I really love doing it. Yeah. I, and I, and I do it, you know, I, I've always been, I was an art major for a while, but I've always been one that processes with moving my hand, like, or even it helps it with ADHD in class, you know, that I would doodle, you yeah. know, that helps me stay present to be yeah. doing something with my my hand and then I don't even know what I'm drawing sometimes yeah but I doodle all the time yeah, yeah let it out yeah. keep keep moving especially when you're waiting for the IRS for an hour on the phone waiting for them to oh get that was a nightmare during I have still not heard back from my last year it's a anyway they are overwhelmed there yes the IRS yes but you're right you need a fidget or something yeah, yeah. I was just talking I've been talking about you <laughs> You know, you know, you you know, like fidgets, the kids, they actually, you can buy oh, fidgets. Fidgets, right. They're like, you know, make little poppy sounds. My joke is I make them out of Barbie knees. You know, that poppity poppity. <laughs> There's something about that poppity poppity of a Barbie knee. Yes, that something I about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see now. I, so, uh, tromedy wise, I was wondering if you would be willing to share with us. I know you said there was something in the book that, because I was wondering if you'd feel comfortable sharing a trauma. And you said, yeah, there's something in the book that I shared mm-hmm. that may have, may or may not have, like, how did you, you know, transmute it either with the writing or with humor? Like, is there something that you would be open to sharing? Well, I think what I, what I was thinking of uh, was the boyfriend um, betrayal and, uh, how I, and how I painted them. And with the bullet holes. With the bullet holes, yeah. <laughs> and it was really interesting <laughs> to do the black and then the red and the purple and just really make them look real. <laughs> Not that I know what a real bu- bullet hole looks like. I know you probably do, right? <laughs> Actually, I don't know that I've ever seen a gunshot wound. Ah, okay. I haven't. No, uh, nope. I'm going through my Rolodex of nursing experience. And thankfully, I guess, I don't know if it's thankfully, but I have never, I was never working on a gunshot wound case. Okay. Okay, but, good. Yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you're whatever it was and you were making it like this is what it would be like yeah and, yeah. I, and this would like but is there was there part of you that kind of laughed you know is there a humor in it when yeah. you were doing it like yeah. <laughs> well not when I was doing it but when I was done and I looked at it and I was like oh my gosh there was a lot of anger right there and and it's now out of me and on this piece of paper so yeah it felt really good to do that and yeah be gone do you ever do you ever like burn or have a ritual yes. or a ceremony yes. to like release it. Cause you really like, I am sensitive about putting things into the loving universe, even if it is an enemy, like, like I, we don't, I don't know. I don't somehow part of me wants to that not to be stuck in any way in your psyche or his or theirs or yeah. anybody's right. Like, right. Let it move on to its higher place in the universe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do a ritual and burn some of these paintings. Um, 
And now what they're turning out to be, because it's all past and I'm pretty happy right now in my life, is um, I paint these really cool birds that just are multicolored and, you know, trees and dragons. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's a lot more fun what I'm painting these days than what I was painting. Well, yeah, because that's where you are yeah. in your life. And you and I have been sharing a lot about some of our spirit signs. Yep. And I just had a dream within the last week. You know, I have all these hawk signs. I, I will tell you, I think part of it is some of the trauma therapy I've done, some of the psychedelic therapy I've done, plus recovery work. So I'm, I did my 12th step of a program. And in that, there was a line that said, and as a result of working this step, these steps, you may have a spiritual awakening. And I was laying in my hammock in my backyard when I read that line, and I kid you not, a hawk did a flyover right above my body <gasps> and just like goosebumps all over, and I knew it was spirit. And I just have ever since I've had this thing with hawks, and I'll go out. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. I, I, it, it's a, I don't know why I say blah, 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 just because I'm <laughs> – I don't want to take up too much time with it, but I'm, I had a dream – this is so cool you mentioned the colorful birds because I had this dream of these beautiful birds. They almost look like parrots because they were bright colors. And I was talking to them going, are you, are you parrots? Are you hawks? And they're like, we are the hawks. But, like, it was trying to tell me don't it, – it didn't matter. Like, they're just there all the time, whether mm -hmm. I can see them or not. And so I started now, I just look up and know – that spirit is there, whether I get the confirmation. I feel like the hawks were coming just to continue to, because I, I moved from saying this is unbelievable to this is incredible, and, and then this is real. And it's believable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now you're in this spirit vibration. Yeah, yeah. And just last week, my, my mentor, Aviva Gold, who passed away in August, um, we, w we had this gathering where people on zoom from all over could be on there and we painted together and I said somebody said oh she liked the Osho tarot cards so now I have those so I pulled one and it was horrible it was all black and red and gray and it was like the mind and it was just awful and I was like ooh. and so I said okay wait maybe I need to be specific let me pull one just for her and I pulled it and it was black and red and gray and it's like okay I'm gonna paint black and red and gray so I start painting black and red and gray and out of that came a, an angel and I was like wow this is cool an angel and then I, I said I'm gonna pull another card I pulled another card and it was an angel <gasps> and it said guidance and I was like oh okay so I painted and I gave her gold wings and a gold crown and and no feet and no hands so that she wasn't you know in body and then I pulled another card, and it showed a um, birds that were flying out of a cage. So she was, I think I helped her work through, because I'm sure she was angry about being dead. <laughs> you know, she had so much still to do. But she... Trying to release her uh, being trapped in the mind or the, yeah. the body and the brain. Yeah, yeah. It, it felt like it. Yeah, I, I, I did some work for her. <laughs> with her. <laughs> with her. Yeah. With her. With her. Yeah. For her. I'm sorry. Yeah. I shouldn't put words in your mouth. No, with. With and for. With and for. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> can we both be right? They can both be right. <laughs> well, I feel like it, it, it's, it, there's so much reciprocity in, these, in the process yeah. of teaching, learning, loving. There's, it, it's, uh, it feels to me that this is me. I feel like it's such a we experience like yeah. when we expand consciousness together like that's what i want to do with this podcast is like the peer-to-peer -peer sharing just hey here's my process and let me share it maybe it resonates with part of your process and i don't know i just feel like that's that exponential expansiveness yeah. that yeah. I'm, I'm looking for in my life yeah and my soul is has come here i feel that's my soul has i mean maybe all of our souls came here to expand consciousness i don't know what do I know? What do you know? I well, don't know. Okay, I, <laughs> know, I do know you some do stuff. You do know that, yeah. I know some stuff. Yeah, you do. Yeah, and I do too. And, yeah. And our listeners do too. Yeah, they do. Yep, yeah. Because my listeners become my guests. That's the cool thing that's happening. Uh-huh. Like, we're dovetailing that. Like, okay, and this, yes, and. It's sort of an improv exercise. <laughs> the old yes, and this. Yeah, yes, and And what that. about that? 
So your teacher, and say her name again, and sh- are there links I could put about to find her teachings online yeah. and stuff, or a book or something? It's Aviva Gold, and her book is uh, Painting from the Source. Painting from the Source. Yeah. Wow. So she definitely was um, bringing all that in, into the workshops. And how validating when you said, I'm seeing an angel, and you pull another card, and it's an angel. Yeah. I mean, come on. Come on. Come on. right 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 i don't know there's still that one part of us that is a skeptic inside or arguing with whoever we've like this whole culture yeah (laughs) you know that i like i i often mention my neighbor across the street and i can't wait for him to come over and do mushrooms someday because (laughs) he wants to but he's a scientist and he's brilliant and he's got this mind and he's so helpful and and he'll do anything for you except believe my spirit signs oh. <laughs> he's like ah he's always like ah coincidence ah you know like yeah, he, yeah but that's okay i mean he can have that reality yeah. i it's okay but there is he is curious to come and not to say that psilocybin is the you know the the be all end all but it definitely has opened my mind so much yeah that's what it does that's yeah. what it does and and one of the things i learned and i thought this was interesting we all come from mushrooms 650 million years ago, the, this, we went from digesting outside to inside, and these little creatures are, are living things, and we have developed from the mushroom. I, wa- I love that documentary, Fantastic oh, yeah. Fungi, fungi. Yep. where they show the mushroom and how it was. It's so resilient, and I'm like, it is. It's here to, it's, it's been here, and it continues to be a teacher, and it's everywhere. It's everywhere. And it's huge. Yeah. I know. It's such a large the organism under yep. everything. Yeah. Wow, I love it. Yeah. Did you did you hear about that woman who put microphones down into the ground and you could hear the trees talking? Oh. They talk like boom, 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 boom. Mm. It was like, wow, that's that, really cool. You know what's wild? Um last time I did psilocybin. I was communing with this tree outside, and I know this is out there for some listeners, but I'm telling you, this drum beat started coming through me, and then Mother Earth taught me her song, and it sounds like cultural appropriation, but it was Mother Earth's song. Maybe the indigenous people hear it better than others, because I felt embarrassed as a white woman to say and do the things that she was, like it was a call and response kind of, and then I'd feel her say it back, and I was mm. just communing. Mm. And then this tree, I don't know, I can't tell you how I just, it, it was so tired, and she just wanted to return to the earth. And yeah, within a couple of months, she died. Wow. This huge tree, I'll show you her trunk is out there. Oh. I felt I felt like I was her, and I wanted to just merge with er- Mother Earth. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, we chose. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice sign. Yeah, that's one of my spirit signs are the chills. Yeah, there. Uh, a friend of mine calls them truth chills. So I like that. That's the truth. You can't make them come. No, you can't force it. Nope. But when they, if we acknowledge them, the more I acknowledge them, the more. That's why I've asked. Um, <laughs> when I see the hawks, I used to get like it's almost like a wing. Fill it on the outside <laughs> of my arms like a wing. Huh. But I ask higher power, please let me learn from delight. So I am. Yeah, we've learned a lot from suffering, which I know it. I value it, and I. The trauma we've been through. Yeah. Like now, you wouldn't go back. You don't want that boyfriend. You never, no. you know, it was no. really, it was just hard. Cause yeah. You, we, it, was, it was so hard to learn how to say goodbye to somebody you love. So much. Especially yeah. when they cheat on you. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's so hard to wish them well. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. wish you and your girlfriend well. I'm, yes, go uh, off and have a happy life. Have a happy life <laughs> while I'm over here feeling betrayed and lonely and sad and heartbroken. Yeah, that's not realistic. It's okay to be human. Yeah, yeah. So the one the picture of my trauma from... Uh, the birth of my first daughter, um, I was 10 months pregnant in a little town in West Virginia called Philippi, West Virginia. And my husband, who uh, told me as we were getting divorced, um, I wanted you to be pregnant so I wouldn't go to Vietnam. It's like, oh, that, glad you downloaded that on me today as we're divorcing. In uh, your 10th month, by yeah. the way, let's not, yeah. please 
everyone does know it's usually nine months max. <laughs> yeah. So, but your your am. daughter she, was she wanted to stay. <laughs> she's like cozy. She's like it's cozy in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so uh, they put me in the hospital to to um, what's it called? Induced labor. Induced labor, and they started with castor oil. That didn't work. Then they did some pitocin. That didn't work. And I was there for 11 days waiting for Golly. this to happen. That's how resistant your daughter was like, I'm coming when I'm coming. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, finally I said, I want to go home. And I want to sleep in my own bed. So I went home, slept in my own bed, started my own labor. And I had been trained. You don't come until they're five minutes apart. So I waited and I went to the hospital. And here's this guy. My, I call him a Hereford cattleman slash OBGYN. Oh. He's in there trying to turn her, and like he's got his whole hand inside yeah. of you, and she's two feet long, almost ten pounds at this point, and he's trying to turn her, and then he goes, "Oh, I can't do it. Let's do a C-section," and I'm like, "Oh, thank goodness, this is going to end my trauma." Well, yeah, she was born um, beautiful and big, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then. Um, I, here I was, I was just 20 years old. I had been pregnant at, at 19, just 20 years old. And he put a scar on me that you do with cows probably. I mean, it's just crooked and it's got puckers and, you know, it's ugly. And as a little 20-year-old girl. You're I had used body, to wearing bikinis. Yeah. So I had body shame really terribly. Um, I never let my husband see my stomach. I was always covering it. And then uh, years years later, after I divorced, and I went to Esalen, which is a clothing optional place in the hot, uh, hot mineral baths there, and I saw thousands of bodies. And I realized bodies tell people's history. Yeah, You can see a lot on a naked body, <laughs> and, you know, from mastectomies to whatever. And and that really helped with my body shame because to be to in be seen. such a body positive environment yes. where fully accepting and like you said you saw other people missing breasts yeah. and missing parts and scars yep. and yep. and yep. help you make peace with your yeah. abdominal yeah. scar yeah it did do you ever get to a place where you could actually love it yeah i have loved it i have loved it because it's i love i've loved my body mm-hmm. i i it's I've said it's done everything I've wanted it to do. I've climbed mountains. I was a rafting guide. I ran a, a chairlift on Aspen Mountain. I've had a cafe, an espresso bar cafe. I've, you know, I've you've birthed beautiful children. Oh, my girls are so great. They're both in medicine. <laughs> oh, they're healers. Yeah, you you birthed healers. Yeah, yeah. And can we add one more thing that? Your body does. That's just so wonderful. Sure. Go ahead. Brings. Bring <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing that you have inspired me that I have yet to. The tantric sex. Yeah. Like the infinite bliss of the universe. You are having spiritual sex that is like giving. And you, and we can edit this out if you're not comfortable with it. But I'm just saying, Jan- Janet, you, please, I just want to say, please, why am I saying please? I'm just saying. Please, God, may I know this? I want to know. I can do this by myself, but I would like to share it with another person yeah, to yeah. commune with our souls and spirits and 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 also your intention of like, let's share this with the cosmos. Yes. When you yeah. all are having tantric, orgasmic, blissful yeah, yeah. communion. How yeah. do you, I mean, am I exaggerating? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, really, I'm over here moving my hands like an orchestra, like, oh. well when I was at Esalen that was I took a class on this and I thought um and I did it as a single and I thought I'm never doing this again as a single and the leader uh, said I have every confidence in you that you'll find somebody so the the guy who I was in love with who betrayed me was the guy that I learned how to practice this with and And so that's why the betrayal felt so so much bigger because it was such a Sacred. Yeah. Sacred union. It was a sacred union. And uh, I, when he found out that I was not going to have children with him because I had had my tubes tied many, many years be- 
You'd already had two kids. I already had two kids. It was, I didn't want any more. And um, so what's interesting is that when I met my current husband, uh, he said he wanted to have a baby. And I was like, ah, you know, that's a deal breaker because I just went through this and um, no, it's not me. So we were together for a year and just had a ball with each other. We were, we were playmates and we had fun. And then we did a ritual on the beach in San Francisco where we put a circle around us and we, we, we kind of cleared off the space on either side of us. And we did this little ritual, and then he turned around and walked that way, and I turned around and walked that way. And You it, agreed. I have goosebumps about yeah. that. We, so your spirit, your souls just said, we are going to go on a separate path now yeah, yeah. with respect and yes. love yeah. and understanding. Yeah. And with an agreement that if we found ourselves in the 70s and we hadn't found our loves, let's get back together. And so. And when you say the 70s, do you mean the decade or the, the decade of your life? The the seven no yeah the decade of my life okay <laughs> so um 18 years went by and he never did find the mother of his children and we got back together and he became a grandfather immediately because we moved here to boulder and like the the grandkids were one and four years old and so they've only known him as papa c and he papa c yeah so he's he's a grandpa and, and so he got to ha- he got to nurture a child in a way that he can give him be, back. Be a, <laughs> yeah, give him back. <laughs> That's even better. Go take a nap. Yeah. Have sex whenever you want. Yeah. Take a nap whenever you want. I got to tell you, the parenting thing, that's the one thing that really got me about parenting is like, I can't just go take a nap. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like you can't just go take a nap when you want to. Right. I just want, if you're thinking about having kids, just know that. You can't okay? take a nap, right? You can't. It's a not, shower is like, wow, well, I really can. Get, oh yeah. You yeah. might, might want to learn. Yeah. Bring the pack and play in the bathroom. <laughs> And there you're just yeah. But so that is so beautiful. Yeah, it's and a good story. I, did yeah. you do can I ask, did you ever do a, another ritual where you drew the circles back together or No. And I don't know. I was just thinking that we'll might have be have to a, do that next time we're at a beach. That might be fun under <laughs> yeah. a full moon or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you are you did it in other ways. You 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 married. Yeah, we've been together <sighs> for fifteen years now and we married oh. six years ago. So yeah, it's, you, it's it's very sweet. You wanted to wait and make sure stuck. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, it's like, do I like him after all this time has gone by? <laughs> I do, and just also <laughs> really get to know each other. Yeah, before live together, live like together, yep. and then now that he is in, integrated with your grandchildren, I mean, he's a part of your family forever. Oh yeah, and and we have a big family. There's about twenty three or twenty four of us, and so he's 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 just dived into a big family. And we had family, two family members who uh, asked us both to babysit their babies when they were three months old. Uh, she was a school teacher. And so he, he got a three-month-old to watch and babysit for a while. Aww. It was really, really cool. Yeah, because that infant energy, there's something about there's it. There's something about, about it. About having an infant on your chest, like yes. holding them next to your heart. And, and they're delta waves, or I think they're called, are, are those the sleep waves? I can't remember. Yeah, I but my son, I was so lucky for adopting that I got to be with him as an infant. I did have three months with him in Nepal. You know, he was very sick in the hospital and it was all just, I mean, it's higher power. Just thank you, God, seriously, because this little, you know, getting to see his infant self, toothless, beautiful smile and holding him and also learning to parent him with Pobby mommy who gave me her ring. I mean, I've shared this before, but there's just something. And then co-sleeping even as a little kid, I used to always read him a book and then rub his back. And then I would lay back to back with him mm. where it feels like our hearts were together. Yeah. And then, but as soon as he would start to go to sleep, it's almost like, it's almost like a knockout drop. It's just those, I think they're called Delta waves. My brain would just go, <laughs> it's so, it's the sweetest, <laughs> it, you know, it's like the sweetest, quietest slumber. Yeah. Yeah. No, no chatter. No, I don't know. It's just very like a sacred little. Yeah, how sweet. A sweet infant. Yeah. I'm glad that he got to have that. Yeah. Well, I probably will have a great-grandchild here coming up. Uh, She's not pregnant yet. (laughs) (laughs) We're putting it out there, though. Yeah, I'm putting it out there. (laughs) But she's married and Uh, wants to have a family. she has a boyfriend, and she's she's, uh, 33 years old, uh, a lawyer, and she knows that it's 
it's it's about time to start. So, um, yeah, yeah. So and all this from your body, from my body, (laughs) and your and your trauma, your suffering. We interrupt this program to bring you a trigger warning. Trigger warning. I'm going to do a joke about miscarriages. I've had two that I know of, and they were some of the saddest, most depressing times in my life. But that's what traumedy does is we make jokes out of our trauma. So I just want to give you a little preparation for that. And while I have you here, hey, have you transmuted your trauma in an uplifting or artistic way. It doesn't necessarily have to be comedy, but in some sort of therapeutic way that you would like to share with me and or my listeners. I'd love to hear about it. Please reach out to me through my website, nancynorton.tv, or leave a voice message on the SpeakPipe, or go to the Traumedy Facebook page, and you can Facebook Messenger there, too. Thanks again for being a listener, and let's empower each other. Now back to our conversation with Janet Horowitz. It's trauma. You're suffering. Yeah, that I was... I think about the... Uh, I never gave birth except to tiny little uh, miscarriages, which oh. are easy to pass. I, got, I don't want to... I mean, there was some cramping involved, but... <laughs> <laughs> I did Lamaze breathing just the same because, you know... <laughs> you gotta laugh, right? Yeah. It's like, come on. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Okay. Uh, oh, sorry. And I actually did save that. I put this beautiful little, I mean, there was some tissue that looked like skin. I know oh. that might sound so morbid, but I did put this in a, I have it upstairs, a Christmas cactus. So when it blooms, I just feel this baby oh. spirit is with me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my belief. You know, it's just my way of, of having like the spirit, uh, you know, honoring it. Yes. But I really wanted to make sure I did full, like I wanted to do full closure with that scar and then with your trauma of being 10 months gestation and not I mean you that had to be exhausting yeah. to be in late like trying to induce labor for 11 days, days. I've never heard of anything like yeah, this it was horrible and I just think that it was because it's it was rural West Virginia isn't it interesting yeah something yeah. that could be that we one time it was a feeling of shame that can be transformed into I thank, l- gratitude. Yeah, gratitude for uh, for the beautiful girls that I have, and uh, yeah, I'm very pleased with who they are and who they've become, and and mm. their children. Oh, yeah, it's wonderful. And then you love your whole body for all. And that I it love does. my whole body. For <laughs> <all> <laughs> <those>. Yeah, <laughs> isn't it interesting? And it, I mean, it's funny to me. Like I'm just now starting to love my whole self at 63 years old. Better late than never. Yep. But it's funny because as I'm getting ready to, to me, I'm getting ready to leave the earth, and I'm not saying tomorrow, but I definitely am out of denial. You know, because when you're young, I feel my mouth is talking yeah. pasty. Like, yeah, you'll you'll live forever and. You really don't think you're going to age? I didn't think I was. I mean, until my neck fell, I was like, <laughs> until I started decomposing while alive, I'm like, okay, I'm, uh, I am aging. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just, you know, transition. I sort of am preparing for that yeah. uh, emotionally and psychically and all that. Yeah, there's, so, a, there's another group I'm in called Courageous Aging. And we, we started the same people who did the... Uh, um, the class at uh, CU with the us. essay, the essay group. Um, a few of us got together and read a book called Courageous Aging, and we've been together now for five years, I think. We get together twice a month, and we're it's it's about not being in denial and being ready, yeah. and and preparing, and but still being here and being alive and being what you know thrilled and living and being much. sexy. And being sexy. Sexy yeah. with, with bags under my eyes, yes. with jowls. And yeah, yes. wrinkly, crepey skin. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Being sexy and aging. Courageous aging. And I don't, I don't want to over-focus on sex, but I haven't had sex in many years now, so I'm a, I'm, I'm a little, like, overdue. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I, Who knows? I'm like, am I ever going to have it again? Uh, some parts of me, like this postmenopausal part is like, almost back to how I was at 11, like, what, what's the big deal? Why are these people wanting to do this? Yeah, yeah. But then there's another part of me that really 
doesn't want to die without this whatever tantric yeah. sex experience. Like, yeah. let me have that before I die. I mean, I feel like these are some of the benefits of being on the earth plane and putting up with all the shit. Yeah. Come yeah. on. This is our reward. Yeah. Before, so that group that you're with, uh, the writing group. Yeah. So those were the people 60 and over. Yes. You didn't stay connected with the younger people. I mean, you did, but you I did. Did. the writing yeah. group is the 60 and over people. Yes. Is, yes. is the essay. That's absolutely right. Okay. Yeah. That's how that worked. Yeah. And, so cool. and some of the people still are uh, in relationship with the students that they had. So, yeah, it, yeah it, it, it's pretty cool. It was pretty cool that somebody thought about that and created that. I just think it's important to have these multi-generational yeah. conversations. Yeah. And what... What's similar and what is different between those yeah. 40 year gaps? I, I have a therapist who's 93 years old <gasps> and she said, have younger friends. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because at some point you're going to lose the people around you if you're still around. So yeah. When we're feisty, we're going to, we're going to outlive a lot of these. I think I'm going to be an old woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I go back and forth because of the way I drive. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I guess why I have life insurance, you know, right now for my son. Because I'm like, that's my weakest link is my driving. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, I had a question, and I want to go back and make sure I acknowledge something. My ADHD brain does this where I have to go. Is it about tantric sex? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. I know it wasn't, but, but thanks for bringing it up again. It's fun to think about. Let me just dream. Yeah. Let me dream of finding someone that I feel safe enough with again after being with sociopaths. Um, <laughs> it's going to take a while to trust somebody to that sure, degree. Sure. Yeah, they have to show themselves to you. They have to really show themselves. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And one of the gifts, when I did, I did, and I'm sure you're not aware of it, I did some MDMA therapy um, with my ex, and that's what helped me see the truth. I love people I cannot trust. Like, that's a turn on. This is a trauma bond. I hate to, it's a textbook case. Because well, I was. This is trauma so there yeah, you go. Trauma bond. Trauma bond.com. <laughs> that's my new dating app. Oh. <laughs> for people who want to get into a relationship and can't get out. Uh, even though you know they're not good for you. Yeah. yeah. So, but the MDMA, what I got when I did MDMA therapy, that serotonin that gives you that, and, and, and whatever, I don't know, the spirit. I just felt so resourced that I could see the truth. And my abandonment issues were not so big. So I could, I'm not going to die if he doesn't love me. I'm not going to die. I think that's the bottom line. I think yeah. I thought I was going to die if this guy doesn't love me. And I can't make him show up the way I need him to show up because he wasn't capable. He's not wired that way. So I just am so grateful. Um, but maybe as I heal and mature, I mean, I will be able to trust and see the whole truth of my, you know, no, I'm, safe and also maybe not be so attached to the whole coupling paradigm lately and i think it might be fear of intimacy you know you know what i heard fear of abandonment all fear is fear of dying how does that resonate with you i think that's probably true because if the the core fear that is so deep in us at least me the and people in my program is the fear of abandonment and that we didn't get our needs met there was not a reliable caregiver in our infancy. So that is fear of death. Because if you're, yeah. you're totally dependent yep. as an infant. Right. Right. Yeah. Maybe so, so fear of spiders, fear of death, fear of snakes, fear of death. Fear of heights. Fear of heights, fear of death. Fear of public speaking. Fear of you driving. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, bam. That's it. And what is it with public speaking? I think that it's the fear of being exiled. Because if I think in our caveman brain, we were exiled sometimes. Mm. If we didn't do the right thing or we were seen. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. It's not following the tribal. We were not okay. Yeah, yeah. That we got pushed out and then we died. So yeah. it might be fear of exile and then death. That makes sense. Everything's a fear of death. Yeah, I, and so if we can play with death, which is what I do, you know, in my act and everything right now, I'm like, yeah, I'm decomposing while alive. Just, <laughs> you know, put me in a compost pile. I mean, d instead of a comforter, cover myself with leaves at night. <laughs> Save time. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's kind of cool. And my bedtime story, I listen to it almost every night is a near-death experience. I love hearing people talk about going beyond and coming back. And yeah, it's hard to come back. Yeah. Into the body after you've been in the bliss of the all that is love. They all say that, don't they? They say it, all of them. 
Anyway. Well, this has been fantastic. I, uh, yeah. Do you feel... I, I, I just, I love who you are. I love your oh. comedy. I mean, when I see, I've been to some of your shows, people are roaring on the floor. You know, <laughs> it's just hysterical. And I sent a friend of mine to one of your shows down south, and she wrote back, your friend is funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like surprised. <laughs> like, you know, well, there's, and because I do hear from certain people, I get this wonderful feedback and thank you. I actually am thinking it's spirit energy these days. My comedy has shifted. The words might be the same. This easy bake oven bit might be similar, but there's an energy with it that mm. I'm, I'm feeling that we're the muses. I love playing with the muses in the room, not just mine, yeah. but the attendees. Yeah. And so if I get a good audience, yeah. I'm on fire. And I can't own that. I mean, that's a we experience. We share it. It's the energy between us that we're playing with. So thank you for that feedback. Do you think it's because of you there's a Barbie movie? <laughs> I think it is. I started that. There, I know it's for sure that there's an Easy Bake Oven cooking show. Because I, I, start, I was going to do the Ozark vegan cooking show where I was going to make things in my Easy Bake Oven that were vegan, but also sort of redneck, like tater tot casseroles and things. <laughs> but yeah, there's a, yeah, man. Well, we all feed off each other. Yeah. Although yeah. if I was in charge of the Barbie movie, I would have the 60s Barbie. And I, I have not seen the Barbie movie, but I heard they do not have the old Barbie who did not have bendable knees that had to get around like a pogo stick. She had oh. to hop around. She did not have bendable knees in the early 60s. And I'm like, man, you don't have the... Yeah. They don't have an old, they, they yeah. need that old Barbie. <laughs> but thanks for that feedback. And thanks for sending people uh, to shows. If, uh, if any of you out there want to come to see old Nance, I do, I do tour around the nation now. Mostly I'm doing shows for healers. I like to think of myself as a healer for the healers. Uh -huh. I'm trying to keep nurses at their job. We need you. We need you nurses. We need you healers. And it's so hard for them right now. They're, they're just, leaving like in huge amounts. Well, because it's just, they're not, it's just so stressful. And after COVID and understaffed, and there's just so many dynamics in there. And, and uh, I'm just, I'm an advocate for dark humor and gallows humor, which we have always been taught was bad. It's like shooting bullet holes, you know, like if yeah. you need to picture whatever, I'm just saying we need it to get that vicarious trauma out of our body, yeah. have the resilience. So I do a lot of shows for nurse conferences, but I also do occasionally go into a comedy club. But if you uh, want to see me, go to my website, which of course will be in the show notes as well. It's always there. People know where to find old Nance. <laughs> and Janet, I am going to do some more process painting. I'm going to check out your book and... I'm just glad you're my friend. Oh, I'm glad I'm your friend, too, and you're my friend. I, I, I honor this sweet relationship. Thank you. Thank you, Janet. Yeah. All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>